Hello, my name is Eric Walters, and I have a show called Tap That AZ Podcast. You're listening to it right now, and welcome to the show. I was just testing out the mic, seeing, making sure stuff was working, and seems like stuff is working, and we're on a roll. This is take number one. Let's see how she goes. Welcome back to the show. My name is Eric Walters, and I am the show host of Tap That AZ Podcast. So thank you for joining along in this episode. Really excited about this episode. This is very, very close to where I live, and actually... If you're in the Phoenix area, you probably all live close to one of their spots. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that, and I'll tell you what I mean here in a second. Uh, before we get into that, though, if you like food and drinks beyond just beer, you want to follow A Taste of AZ. So that is our food and beverage podcast website and now uh, magazine. We make a magazine, and it's a free magazine for you. The new issue... Is coming out the 1st of October, so make sure you subscribe for free. Go to ataste and subscribe for free. You can also, on the subscribe page, if you scroll down, you can see all the previous issues in digital format. Set, uh, format. So we, we actually mail these out to you directly to your home once you subscribe. Uh, if you're not subscribed, uh, there's over a hundred places throughout the state that we put these at once they're printed we we deliver them um and say hi and thank you for distributing the magazines and they go quick so best thing to do is go to ataste and subscribe to that free magazine now state 48 they opened up like less than six years ago right which is crazy because since opening that original location in, in 2016 the rana family has uh, you know, now before they did this, as you'll hear, they, they ran a, uh, it, it was a generations of, of restaurants that, the, that they had. So six years later and six locations later and soon to be seven. So make sure you listen in to, to hear about that. Uh, and they have become one of the biggest, uh, producers of beer in the state of Arizona, bringing their beer to the masses with all their locations, as well as uh, being on tap at multiple other places and now getting their cans out into distribution. Uh, it's really cool to see. And and I live really close to the place that we did this particular episode, which is the Rock House up at the shops at Norterra area. I think that's exactly what it's called, but it might be kind of what it's called. So uh, State 48 Rock House. Now, listen in as we uh, we talk about, you know, really Arizona's fastest growing, uh, really one of Arizona's fastest growing breweries. So shout out to, once again, Wizard of Zah. Uh, got the first chance to try his uh, Czech Pilsner, uh, the Wizard of, Wizard of Saz is the name of the beer that he did with State 48. Uh, it's on tap, multiple locations. So make sure you follow Wizard of Zah and State 48. And let's jump into this. Guys, thanks for uh, inviting us in. The Ranas, you guys? Thanks for coming by. Absolutely. So we're uh, we're having some fantastic beers as well. But let's meet everybody first. Let's meet this gentleman. Who are you and, and, and what is your role here at State 48? My name is Mario, and I own State 48 Breweries. Breweries? Breweries. There's yeah. more than one location? Yeah, we have, at this point. Uh, <laughs> we have six locations. Four of them actually have breweries. Okay. And yeah. uh, a couple of other restaurants. Excellent. I'm the restaurant guy. Mario Sr. Mario Sr. Right, right. And uh, this gentleman here. Yeah, I'm Nick Rana. I'm uh, his son. And I do the beer side. So I do a lot of the logistics and deal with the distributors and the fun side of the business. So. The fun yeah. side? Yeah. Yeah? Do you think it's the fun side? Or do you think you have the fun side? Owning. No, it's no. Really definitely the beer is the fun side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like going to school, but only for gym class. That's right. Yeah. Oh, well, all right, all right. We're going to get some good stuff here today. Uh, and uh, Johnny? Uh, head brewer. Yeah. Head brewer Johnny. We've got, uh, we've got a bunch of brewers, but I, uh, I, um, I guess I'm the head brewer right now. Yeah. You are definitely the head brewer. Thanks, he's, he's, he's in charge of the whole operation. The man in charge. Dude, you're making some fantastic beers. Oh, I, thank I you. Tell you. Yeah, yeah. That one you're drinking, the uh, Heat Wave IPA, it's a double IPA. That one's actually not mine. That's from uh, Joel Heineke up in uh, uh, Scottsdale at the uh, the Logger House. That's, a, that's an awesome oh, beer. Oh, nice, man. It's very good. Yeah, it's tasty. Very good. Um, 
you were asking me what I, I wanted, and I couldn't decide. I know you guys have a great selection, so as soon as Johnny recommend them, I can't, I can't turn that down. Right? Right. <laughs> when the when the brewer tells you here's what what you should drink, you, right. you drink it right. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so where did it all start for you guys? Like, are, are you are you from? Arizona originally? No, from New York originally. Okay. Grew up there, born and raised? Born and raised. Okay. And moved the family out here in the mid-90s, 96. Okay. And, um, you know, we've been doing construction and restaurants uh, pretty much the whole time in Arizona. Okay. What did you do in New York? Like, what was, uh, like, the... The, the family thing or what, what did you what was your thing restaurants and construction also okay yeah, born, okay. born into the restaurant business and then um, later on got into nightclubs in Manhattan nice. and then uh, from there made a quick stop in Florida before moving out to Arizona interesting so you were chasing some uh, some heat some yeah. warmth yeah that's <laughs> right. looking, looking for a great place to raise the family yeah and we found it in arizona gotcha so what uh what why why arizona like what what drew you guys out here in the 90s well my parents have been out here since 79 okay so we've been visiting them during the holidays and thought it was a good place to raise them yeah yeah, and do you still believe that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely great place to raise the family. You can't name your brewery after the the actual state if you don't like the state, right? Exactly. You can't talk shit exactly. on it. Arizona no. sucks, man. <laughs> no, we love it. We love it. Yeah, especially coming up this time of year is going to be paradise. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, and and I know with your guys' space, uh, you know, and with limited capacity and all this stuff, you guys have still done some pretty cool events at this outside space here, at least at the Rock House, and I'm sure the other the ones as well. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys had a beer fest at some point, right? Yeah, so we did, uh, right in May, we did a beer fest. And yeah. then this this patio at Rock House is the biggest covered patio, so it's really nice to year-round, even 110 degrees outside. Yeah. It's fully shaded with a fan, has the actually air-conditioned patio as well, so it's a little bit cooler out there. It is. Yeah. It is. I When I was walking up, I, was, I had a little bit of, like, maybe we should do it out here. And then I could feel like sweat in my neck. I'm like, nah, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? When you did you start restaurants in the '90s in Arizona, or were you more construction at that point? Yeah, I did uh, construction for about ten years. Okay. As soon as we moved out here, I started a construction company, construction yeah. and trash. Okay. Did that for about ten years, and then in 2008, uh, when uh, recession hit and construction started slowing down, started looking at something else and that's two things I know, restaurants and construction. So we yeah. opened up a restaurant and been doing restaurants since. What was the first one? What was the first one you guys opened? First one was restaurant Scottsdale called South Beach Restaurant okay. and Lounge. Okay. Gotcha. Was that was that an easy experience? <laughs> smooth? No, not, no not, issues at all? <laughs> not smooth. Not, not, a, not a good one for us. It was a, a two-year challenge. Okay. Uh, we did a couple of other ones. We did an Irish pub out in Ahwatukee. We did... Okay. Uh, uh, Italian fine dining in Old Town Scottsdale. Yeah, um, we did a, a New York pizzeria in Scottsdale, and then we found Surprise and uh, opened up uh, Angela's Kitchen at, okay. in uh, Sun City Grand. Yeah, and then we loved that area. We loved Surprise. Surprise loved our restaurants, loved our food, and we found like th- this is this is our sweet spot. Okay, so we started yeah. looking for a location in Surprise. We had our eyes on a couple of buildings. Uh, Surprise is loaded up with uh, chain restaurants, mm-hmm. and we felt like we could do something there that could really stand out. And um, there was a, a, a big freestanding building that came available right on Bell Road, and uh, we jumped on it. Yeah. Uh, we had to fight for it a little bit because the, the, the tenant wanted in, wanted out. The more we wanted it, the more he wanted to get it and keep he knew it. That it knew it was like hey wait they want this they'll pay for it exactly yeah. somebody <laughs> wants this i want but then the, the we finally uh you know uh outlasted them and uh we we took over that spot and we our, my sons actually were the ones who were educating me on craft beer at the time okay. you know i was kind of drinking the, the same beer for my whole life and they started telling me about you know heineken and oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and things like that but, yeah. you know bud light you know all the all the usual suspects that's what we all drank before we knew right before we knew any better right, right. and yeah. then you know i would have i would have did that 
uh, up until today, like a lot of my friends still do. Sure. You know, oh, to. dude, I love a good. I can I can pound thirty Miller Lights in a day. I can't <laughs> pound thirty triple IPAs. You know. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so I have a lot of respect for those as well. Yeah. yeah. So they uh, they kind of put me in that direction about craft beer. We started putting uh, local craft beer at our restaurants at that time. Okay. And uh, we were kind of one of the front runners putting local beer on, and uh, we thought that that would be a good combination since we've always been doing craft food in our restaurants. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's start craft beer, and that's what we did. So let's start a brewery. I was going to say that too because you said when you so there was ten years that you were in Arizona. Um, from what I've heard, like pre two thousand ten kind of ish you know uh was not very good for restaurants right there wasn't a huge selection of logo it was a lot of a lot of chains right a right. lot of a lot of chains uh so that was interesting because you know instead of open up a franchise or something like that you were doing like family owned it was a family owned business every single time right 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 exactly. yeah it wasn't like you were getting you know that's interesting i like that yeah. why why that route instead of you know just going to the you know vending machine and picking a you know, <laughs> picking a sandwich shop or, uh, you know. Why do we go with the family yeah, yeah. run restaurants? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of what uh, we're, we're familiar with in, in New York. Uh, yeah. You know, New York's not real big on, on uh, national brand restaurants, okay. uh, no matter where you go, except for in, in Manhattan. They're not real big on that. Okay. Uh, th- this restaurant that, that I was getting my first slice of pizza at seven years old is yeah. still there today. Yeah. And uh, probably the owner is still behind the counter. Yeah. Um, so we kind of wanted to bring a little bit of that, a little bit of uh, independent yeah. restaurant feel, uh, you know, where, where the, the owner knows your name. Yeah. And uh, we hired a staff that had, were like-minded people also. Uh, we never really wanted to have the, the programmed robots sure. uh, that you get with some of these um, you know, chain operations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we want to bring in. That's what I think we've, we've called out a niche with, uh, with, with the customer base that appreciates that, that yeah. maybe misses that, or maybe they're experiencing it for the first time because they've been going to restaurant chains the whole life, and they say, yeah. wow, this is, this is really nice. Yeah. They know me when I walk in the door. They, uh, they appreciate our business. They're doing something different than uh, food being cooked in a commissary kitchen in Texas, and then... Um, Flash frozen or yeah. whatever. <laughs> so so they, they, they appreciate what we're doing, and they've showed that support, and we're, we're trying to show it back to them by opening as many uh, State 48 uh, operated businesses as we can. Yeah, so far so good, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, good. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's you know, you look at like, ah, oh, man, State Forty Eight is expanding, but there are those uh, those years behind that, that people don't see, right? Like the the blood, sweat, and tears of of that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there were doubts. That you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. Are we do? Are we, should we be in the restaurant business, right? Oh yeah, the first yeah. restaurant we lost it all. First restaurant uh, was a two years. We okay. we lost everything in the, that first restaurant, and, gotcha. and then that's why we had a couple of little ones before working our way back up to some big restaurants because we had a uh, start out from scratch and uh, you know, work our way back in. How did the first one not make you say like, all right, fuck this, right? <laughs> I'm done, like, because uh, that's a pretty good big hit right off, right out the the box right oh yeah it's, yeah uh, it uh took us out took us out big time yeah more than we you know we invested more than we had originally planned and just kept throwing it in after uh, a bad business and uh, i mean that location till today is still not open for business they've <sighs> they've went through three or four restaurants after us and they're still not in business it was a bad spot yeah we uh just learned the lessons and just you know through determination said we're not gonna walk away a loser and we gotta make this thing work and that's what we did as a family that's what we did when when we took over a restaurant back in those days it was literally our uh blood sweat and tears elbow grease getting those places cleaned up doing the construction on them ourselves to uh maybe change the concept or the image of uh, of the look of one of the restaurants and and that's how we did it one at a time little by little and until we um we uh, did good with the with the west side locations yeah well i think the construction background probably helps too right definitely like, yeah I've, we've talked to breweries that are uh you know pointing to things that they you know put in by hand and they're using their tape measure to point to and i'm like that that dude knows what he's doing right yeah. when you pull out the badass tape measure and can point like 30 feet in the air with it that's that's legit right uh but that's a great skill to have when you're dealing with something like this right and so you're not calling other people out and uh you know uh, to do the jobs and you know people trying to take advantage of you and stuff saying yeah yeah that'll be 10 grand like no well, 
That's but a good <laughs> when we we actually started out with the with taking over some of the second generation locations where where we did the work ourselves. You know, my, my kids would come in and, and we would do the work. You know, if, it, if we had three months of free rent before we got open, we would do it ourselves. Yeah. Then as we started, we did three of them within a, a two year period. So we started hiring uh, contractors to do the work. It was, it was bigger work. Yeah. And um, that's when I actually got back into the construction business. That's what forced me back in because <laughs> now I was hiring guys that did exactly what you just said. They were yeah. overcharging, uh, underperforming, not hitting their dates. I'm, I'm racing a clock to try to get open uh, within a certain time frame. And uh, they scheduled me three weeks out to come finish a job that should have been done. So yeah. I started my own contracting company, and we've built our last four restaurants with my company. Wow. That's awesome. And with no, uh, not, you know, my own general contracting company. And we'll get into the specifics in a second, but is this one of the biggest projects ever for your company of over in Goodyear? That is definitely <laughs> going to be the biggest project in there. Yeah. It's four um, acres. It's yeah. going to be a 25,000 square foot building for just brewery and restaurants, another 15,000 uh, square foot of exterior buildings. So it's going to be the, the biggest one. Well, we might as well get into it. We've already jumped into it. So, I mean, it's multiple concepts. I can hold back. I can hold right, back no, if, no. if you want to do a commercial <laughs> break. Hold on. Let me find this beer. I'm going to get another one. Uh, <laughs> no, so, what, so this is, I mean, it's multiple concepts on one property, right? Right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to do a, a State 48 brewery. Okay. So we'll have that menu. We're going to do uh, an Italian concept, which we're going to call Mario's Hideaway, which uh, when my father's family came here from Italy. His father's name is Mario. That's why I'm named after because I'm the oldest grandson. And the, they got into the restaurant business and the first restaurant that they did was Mario's Hideaway in Brooklyn. So I'm kind of doing that as a, as a tribute to the family name. And um, we're going to do a Phoenix Bourbon Room which is going to be more of a higher end uh, steakhouse menu. And then we're also going to do the, the Rum Bar which is going to be a uh, uh, basically like a taco grill shack and we're going to have a huge selection of, of rums like we do at the phoenix bourbon room with a big selection selection of uh, bourbons and whiskeys wow dude that sounds incredible yeah, yeah. And, and outside right i mean you guys i think there's two football fields a baseball state now <laughs> but there's an outside aspect to it too right yeah it's going to be yeah. a, a, a the largest gaming area um, we're kind of trying to give people a, a, a destination to go to. Um, you know, when we first moved here, they had uh, Rawhide and uh, Pinnacle Peak Patio, and they had locations like that where you go spend the day. You could bring the you could bring the family when they're coming to visit from out of town, and uh, those places have gone. And we're trying to bring something back that the, the Valley can be proud of. We have the we have the name brand. Yeah. that the valley can be proud of. It's going to be situated in an area where 162,000 cars a day are going to be looking at it, yeah. uh, both people driving through or people that live here but might maybe live on the other side of town. So we feel like it's going to be a big destination, a uh, big draw for, for that area. Yeah. I can imagine driving by and like, what the hell is that? Like, right? That looks awesome. Yeah. Like, we got to go there. I know we're tired, but we're going there, whatever it is. <laughs> so now let's go back to the to the beer side of things. So you that that so how many sons do you have? Four sons. Daughters or just four no, sons? No daughters. Just so just a you, your wife, four sons, and a bunch of broken shit in the house probably. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you got to construct your man? <laughs> Dude, I uh, I got two daughters, right? So my daughters are like, you know, they're they're so great in some ways. Like I know like hell is coming, right? Because they're nine and seven, uh-huh. but like right now, like we have friends that have sons and their shit's broke everywhere. Like everything you do, they're like, Oh no, don't grab that handle. You know, so-and-so hung off the counter and you know, rip the whole shit down. Right. right. <laughs> so, but you started getting the boys involved, right? So do you, what do you remember of how early were you getting started in it? Uh, probably 14. I okay. think it was started okay. as a bus boy that, uh, the next restaurant they had, they didn't have busboys. The Gastro Pub in uh, Otuki, so I was dishwasher. And my brothers being the youngest one, they'd always come back and like, throw plates and throw silver at the dish pit and like, try to splash me. And Wait, you're the youngest one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> so, like, and Mario's cooking, and Vince's bartending, so yeah. everybody was there. And dad's Kids laughing. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I remember 
Definitely true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, that's what they did, right? You, you, they got to do every aspect of it, right? If you're right. going to be really be hands-on, like you can't say I'm not doing dishes. Like, well, then you're doing nothing but dishes, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so it worked out. And then uh, oh, I left the family business. I thought I was going to get out of it. Okay. And I was like, oh, I'll go to like, Merrill Lynch. I did a desk job. I thought I'd be cool wearing a suit. And I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, how long? How long did you do that? Two years. Okay. And then one day he's like, we're actually at Angela's kitchen. He's like. Are you serious? Like, if you ever want to come back, like, if you ever need to come back, you'd come back. I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, like, come back. And that's right, that's right before we open up downtown Phoenix and uh, Westgate within the same two weeks. And they're like, all right, like, here's State Board 8 Surprise, like, the one that's established, like, maintain it. And, yeah. Like, don't screw up. And then, uh, <laughs> then they could all focus on the newer ones. Yeah. And how'd you do? Oh, it was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. So, learned a lot. Uh, yeah. They're, both, they're both still around, so it's, it's yeah, that's good. That is a very <laughs> yeah. good sign, yeah. So, yeah, I ended up moving out to Surprise Inc. So got tired of the drive, so it worked out. Yeah, all right. Oh, you moved out there to, to handle handle yeah. business. And then I, yeah, then we fully got the west side. It's like fully understand, like, not too much out there. So it's kind of nice being out there and, like, see and be in the community and see everybody. And then uh, kind of know what they want going forward for, like, this new location. It would also be awesome now we actually know, like, what what's needed out there. Yeah. Compared to like the East Valley, which there's a ton of options out there, which is still great because you want to go anywhere in East Valley, you can go somewhere. But that's why West Valley, people kind of get bad reps sometimes, but try to make it cool. Try yeah. to get up and come and something that people would be proud of. Yeah. And I mean, you guys are pretty, like when you opened up that first location, I mean, it was, there's really nothing else around as far as breweries go, right? Uh, no. Because I'm trying to think of anything even in the general. You've got to go. Peoria Artisan is the closest okay. one, maybe. Yeah. Or Richter Airworks, one of the two. So you, you guys to had to kind of create the the market, right? Like you yeah, know, it's right. like opening up a spot where people are like, "What the hell's craft beer?" Well, right? you're getting surprises yeah. all retirement. So a lot of old guys yeah. are like, "I've been drinking Bud Light for sixty years. Like, yeah. why don't you have it on draft?" And we're like, "We're a brewery. Try our beer." And they're like, "Screw this!" And I give it. I try this. I'm like, "Oh, that's pretty good." Yeah. And then they'll start drinking it now. Like over the years, you see people more and more like. It's not just drinking like the basic golden, ambers, browns, like porters. Now it's like actually they're trying to get into, like the sours and IPAs in the West Valley, yeah. which is kind of cool. Because then like downtown Phoenix, you already see like it's way more crafty and hipster down there. It's like they'll make a saison and it'll sell really well downtown. Sure, but yeah. it won't sell in surprise. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. know like I know John loves saison, so that's why yeah. I totally, like, it's <laughs> He's like, I'm to make more. Yeah, but you kind of know like <laughs> kind of figure out like what size batch of beer to make because we want all of our beer to go within a month. So you want any sure. beer like going over a month, so like all right, like. It's gonna sell slow, like do a ten barrel, like, or it's gonna like fly out of here, do a forty. Yeah. So, kind of goes that way. Now, so how do you? I mean, all right. So, like, with the expand, you guys expand quickly, right? I mean, and how do you, how do you deal with that expansion, right? As far as because it's it's you're now you're pumping out. Not only do you have to basically open up a restaurant in most of the cases of your all your spots are actually restaurants as well, right? Right. Yeah. Full so service. not only, so you're not only making. Uh, creating a restaurant, but now you have to supply those restaurants with your own beer, right? Right. <laughs> you, how do you how do you manage that? So, I mean, a lot of it's uh, and the brewers they make all the recipes, so they, we don't we don't tell them like, hey, make a beer with this and do this. Like we're just like, hey, like we want more IPAs or we, we want more hazies or like, we want to want a light like an American light lager, and then we just like let John and let the brewers come up with their own recipe and create a recipe, and then we get to put it on. And it's great thing about us is like we have. Our locations have 30, 36 handles. Yeah. So 15 are permanent handles, but then another 15 and 21 are always just straight rotating handles. Yeah. So, like, some of our servers are like, this is annoying. Like, this, we're changing every week. It's like, yeah, we're usually throwing on, like, three or four beers every week because we're just rotating through beers. And they just got the first that have fun. And then they still have the, they know, like, the beers that they want year-round. So they keep yeah. those on. Yeah. And, but then the rest, they get to have a lot of freedom with it. Yeah. That's great as a as a brewer, John. Right? Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, it's because, awesome. Because you have the ones that you that that's got you got to keep those taps filled, right? But then you've got that freedom to to kind of make what you want more saisons, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah we'll at least keep uh, one generation of uh, you know our, our Belgian uh, saison yeast strain alive. You know, okay, sure. So, so maybe every couple of weeks or every month we can do a new batch. You know, yeah, It'd be great. Nice. Yeah. All right, I'm in. And I'm everything in. else, you know, is uh, is is going towards distribution, and you know, with our we got our canning line downtown, and um, you know, just pumping it out for um, total wine and fries. Seeing your guys' stuff everywhere, man. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's cool can designs too. So I mean, that that helps. Right? Yeah. I mean, you have to have that these days, right? Yeah. 
Gotta have a cool can design. It's actually uh, Blake Wilson. So he's actually Doug Ducey's graphic artist also. Oh, really? It's like when we need to know, like, what dude just did a post on Facebook and got yeah. some people to come in and we liked his stuff the best. So went nice. with it. So he, does he do all the... The designs, all the all the yeah. good looking ones, yeah. All good ones. <laughs> it's like the the bad ones are like me on Canva trying right. to mess with it, and it's like all the one offs. Yeah, the one offs. That's why we're like, yeah, let's just do that. Dude, you need a whole series of beers, the one offs, right? Yeah, that's good. I like that. So, uh, John, tell us a little bit about your like your background in brewing. Like, how long have you been brewing? I've been brewing five years. Okay, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, I started brewing at uh, Bow and Arrow Brewing Company. Um, uh, shout out Ted O'Hanlon and. Uh, Luke Stedman, and um, after that, I went to brewing school in Albuquerque. Uh, There's was a great brewing scene in Albuquerque, and um, very much, yeah. My uh, brother-in-law lived there for a while. I think we talked about this. Yeah, before. that's right. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, really cool brewing scene there for sure. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, and after that, uh, worked at another brewery, and then my girlfriend moved out here to Phoenix actually, and she was uh, bartending at State Forty Eight at um, at the Westgate location. Okay, and. Um, uh, I heard they needed a brewer. I went and interviewed with uh, Mario and his son, uh, the other Mario. The other Mario, Mario yeah. Junior. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been great ever since. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. So it, when you guys when you met this guy, like you knew this guy's legit. Yeah, knew he was legit. <laughs> I knew knew he was a keeper. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. at least they were hoping it. But then they got to try my beers, and it all worked out. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. try all your beers. How like for, from brewing there? Or you were making? No, they just had to kind of risk it, you know. Uh, and I, I was see, like, I, and like, I was like, hey, I can, I, yeah. yeah, I can brew a good uh, uh, kettle sour if you guys don't want to commit to a barrel aged um, traditional sour. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and you know, so and then and it worked out. So here I am. Here Heck we are. Yeah, I like the sour aspect yeah. of it too. Yeah. So how do you come up with some of the uh, new ones? Like I was just looking at it last night. Nikki sent me the list. Oh yeah, let's see it. Like the um, the English smash looks interesting. Oh. On the um, what's the one I talked to you about last night? That uh, beer de guard. Oh, I think never, I think, even, never even heard of that one. That sounds interesting. Yeah, uh, I don't. None of those are my recipes, so that was Corey. So that was the surprise. So it's a ten barrel batch. So you could do a lot of one offs there because like uh, we have six breweries, so you do a one off on a ten barrel batch. It's yeah, every right. brewery gets like a barrel and a half, and then we're done with it. Yeah, so yeah. if it sells really well, we just bump it up to a 20 or 40 so that's just kind of nice yeah and if it doesn't nice. sell it still goes fast so sure he's, he's got yeah. the best job as far as all the brewers go because he gets to do all it's basically like an r&d um, okay you know uh, yeah. brewery and gets to have fun with it and so let's brew a beer to guard and, and a, a nice little single malt single hop uh english uh ipa it's oh man it's awesome that's yeah great. nice yeah and then you got to make it happen like that's what your rule is then or is he or both or do you guys both tag team it oh no uh i'll i'll all of the recipes, at least lately, um, we pretty much give all the brewers their own freedom to okay. develop their own recipe. Uh, They're all uh, great yeah. brewers. Uh, we also have uh, Jeff Yade, who works at our Westgate location. We some awesome beers, and we pretty much just trust everybody to brew on their own system and do their own things. And yeah. and if by chance we can get it to sell to our distributors, then, then we can scale it up at the other locations. I work at the downtown location where okay. our canning line is, so logistically it just makes sense. Sounds like a workshop, kind of like a Santa's yeah. workshop, like where everyone's like enjoying it's making so their awesome. own toys, right? Yeah. Yeah. They whistle while they work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little brewer commune. It's yeah. Awesome. Jeff's, Jeff's in charge of the the barrel aging uh, beer that we're doing out of Westgate location. Yeah, so each each okay. location kind of focuses on um, certain styles. Okay. Or, like, like John said, he's in charge of uh, the production operation for all of the distribution. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. And, and then everything else has to come come through him or by him yeah. for uh, any discussions. But pretty much we let them all um, come up with their own recipes and what's the worst that could happen? They come up with a bad batch and <laughs> yeah. we don't sell it. Yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't happened yet. It happened once with uh, Seltzer. We came up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a bad. You looked at me like, oh, yeah, it was a bad one. That's that's right. But that guy's no longer with us. <laughs> Somebody made a seltzer. Somebody made a seltzer, and he's no longer with us because uh, it wasn't a good one. We uh, tried. We tried. <laughs> that was the only one you guys have ma- tried. Yeah. 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 I've got. Yeah. We we got a couple. Uh, you know, if 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 we can do um, if we can do a larger batch, we can you know split it in half. Do 20 barrels and you know, and do 10 barrels, nice clean seltzer, maybe with a nice fruit and uh, 
acidic base, and then maybe we can do one wacky like a pastry seltzer with some fruit and some lime or maybe some lactose or something. I don't know. Interesting. We're actually uh, Corey's bringing a seltzer right now in surprise. Oh, is it? So I was hoping I would beat him too, but that's all yeah. right. That's awesome. <laughs> so John kind of gets the it's like the race to space. Like yeah. I said, surprise is like the best <laughs> yeah. location because he has to do all the new beers. John has to do all like the distribution beers, like the five like. The, or six distribution beers, but then he also gets yeah. to do the, like the sours. So, like yeah, he's stuck yeah. in like the or not stuck, like he does his blackberry goes, which is awesome. The cherry sour, which I'm actually drinking right now, Ooh. which is going to be now hopefully going statewide because all the shivers just picked it up last week. Nice. So that's going to be awesome because I think it's delicious. It has a really nice like pink color to it. So we it's need also some noticeable. more great sours yeah. in distribution for sure. Yeah. I, 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 I'm in, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's Always, my style. Yeah. We, yeah, we could all use some more of everything, so it's, yeah. it's great, you know. Well, should we pause, get refills, and then talk about the places and more beer and more good. shenanigans? Yeah. Great right, idea. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> like you, in theory, got to you know put forth the best. You know, you're going to be showcasing both of them. So let's hope it's a great malt and a great hop, and then you can you know yeah i don't know yeah so so i mean it's just it, it it's it is what it is and that this is your this is your this is your you know two row or this is your maris otter and this is your uh you know whatever cool new hops coming out or or some nice old school one and yeah it's pretty awesome oh thank you yeah that goes was really good man. Yeah. cool yeah. Thanks, yeah. i appreciate it yeah real good. that's really delicious that's, yeah, that's, a, that's uh, my favorite that's sour he makes. That's a bunch of that blackberry really juice. Yeah, and that's some, so much better. I'm, I'm recording though. that, Nick. You okay with saying that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, he wasn't close enough to the mic. Hold on. Yeah. No, I got it. I got it. No, you guys were talking about single hop, um, and I was like, oh, I got to capture this. So I just oh, hit record. Cool. So I'm already recording. If you guys said something too inappropriate, oh, I would be like, yeah. No. <laughs> but he said it was the best sour in, uh, right in Arizona. And I was right not saying that. Right on. That's good. I said it was my favorite. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say? Hold on. We got to get plugged in. We got to clarify what. Uh, Nick said, "You said what?" <laughs> I love John's blackberry gyoza. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It is really good. It is really good. Yes. Uh, well, you guys got to be careful, right? I mean, sometimes you know, uh, Mario Junior would you know say some inappropriate stuff or get misquoted, right? No, never, never. <laughs> hey, that's 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 why we love him, right? <laughs> Definitely. Um, no, this is fantastic. And I was going to add on to uh, so the single hop, uh, single malt. Thing for me, what I like about those things as like a consumer is it helps me define like okay, I like that hop, right? Or like that hop tastes like shit, right? You know, because right. there's certain hops like I've had. I don't know if it's Strata, like a single hop Strata, and it's pretty brutal. Yeah, brutal, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think everyone's different, you know. Even for me, like everyone loves Citra, but to me, certain aspects of that hop get so catty. That I just I yes. cannot stand. Like, wow, this tastes yeah. like cat urine or smells yeah. like cat urine. And I'm like, I, I don't. But you know, but you know, at least in the single malt, single hop sort of beer, I don't know. Are you glad he didn't bring this up in the interview? <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Mario's looking at you like, what? Cat yeah. pee? I would have said a cat person, which I know now Johnny is a cat person. I am a cat person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that is it. Like, because there was always a certain. T- I'm like, man, that tastes. I don't like that hop, right? And then when I actually read in a description of like a beer training guide or like one of those it, it was like cat urine like was i'm like that's the real description i'm like i love describing caddy and everyone's like huh caddy what do you mean i'm like that's a that's an actual like description you know of a of a flavor or like aromatic profile yeah it's the best ones yeah. caddy <laughs> cat piss it's good yeah. or what is it like horse blanket oh yeah 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 uh with, with britannomyces and some cool uh sour strains yeah it's good which yeah. I'm, I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, I, I've never smelled a horse blanket, but I imagine. But if it smells, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But that's, that's a funny one. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. We're back. Uh, I think this uh, Goza might be laced with something here. I'm feeling a little funky. <laughs> Johnny, what's going on? It was it was the double IP you, <laughs> you had before. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I had a dose here, right? I slammed the new uh, uh, Czech Pills, which is my first time trying it. We don't have it on tap oh. there downtown where I'm working in. So they have it on tap here. is freaking awesome. They came I, out really good. That's the, good the one collab. you guys did with Steven, right? Yeah. Wizard of Zah. Yeah. I, I meant to, So I have to get a third beer then at least yeah. so, uh, to try that one. <laughs> kind of cool. We got like uh, 10 bars and restaurants that I took it on right away at uh, yeah. all released at the same time. Nice, man. So. Nice. So what what is, what is a Czech Pils? Like it's what it, what makes it Czech oh, rather than just a Pilsner? Well, um, I think water profile is the uh, probably one of the most important things. Um, you know, it, it, everywhere in Europe, right, is, ha, has their own unique water profiles. You know, like 
Burton-on-Trent is a famous water profile you can only get, you know, at the source, you know. But but everyone can recreate, you know, nowadays with, you know, or, you know even back salts and salts. like everything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, you know, yeah. And, and then there's some great um, uh, Czech hops, too, the Czech saws. I, I, I honestly don't know much about uh, their recipe that they did. Yeah. But they, they brewed it with, it's called Wizard of Saws. Oh, that's right. So yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Brewed yeah. with uh, Czech Saws. Saws that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that beer was laced with something. Sorry, guys. But, yeah. Uh, I'm starting to sweat now. Yeah, that yeah. was my obesity. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, same thing with, like, you know, like like Italian pills or, you know, or, or German pills. You try to source everything um, uh, locally to that region, you know. That yeah. can bring out, you know, its own unique uh, flavor profile. I got to try it, though. I got to try it. So, you guys serve it in a big stein? Do you have the steins? We can. We have them. We got a 34 ounces. That we're gonna oh, do. Well, I don't know. Oh, I gotta man. get yeah, the kids I, from I, the bus. So. I, I, I didn't see the 34 ounces. I, I got a big 24 ounce. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year we were about to throw. Literally a week before we were about to throw a huge Oktoberfest. We got like 534 ounce steins, and then we got shut down. Uh, so man. we still have all those. Still have them. It's so. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. So you said at this point six locations, right? Right. For State 48, the original one is the one in Surprise. Uh, more neighbor neighborhood. Would you kind of say that's more of a neighborhood vibe? It definitely kind of, is. Yeah. We, okay. We uh, wanted that spot because it was embedded in the community. Yeah. And that's exactly what we got out of it. In the, the community. What was after that? What what opened after the the original? Oh, we were looking for uh, a, a place to expand because we actually couldn't put enough beer out of that location. It was a ten barrel system, yeah. uh, just to handle what we needed over the bar. So we. In our search, we came across two locations that we like, the, the one in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, Frank Lloyd Wright. Frank Lloyd Wright in, yeah. in uh, Northside. And we came across the um, historical building downtown uh, on 4th Avenue, Van Buren. And we liked them both. And we said, uh, let's do them both. Let's, um, let's, let's do the same thing. Let's do a 20-barrel system in both locations. And that should uh, help us get and be able to keep caught up for a while. Yeah. And we did both of them at the same time. We knew that they were going to be um, not getting open at the same time, uh, even though they're going to be constructed at the same time, because one was an interior project and one was a ground up. Okay. So we decided to do them both at the same time. That's The one in Scottsdale was the one like from the ground up. Ground right? up. It yeah. was the old Holly Davidson building. Yeah. Uh, I actually wanted that building. I wanted the, the round building. I thought that uh-huh. would have been a cool... Uh, area to set up a, uh, a brewery with all the tanks right in the middle and build a restaurant around it and they were uh, already had plans to knock it down and develop a new shopping center uh-huh. and then we saw the plans actually uh, Four Peaks was going to build uh, in the building that we took Four Peaks was going to build a, a brew pub and uh, during that time that's when they were bought out and they decided they weren't going to do any more restaurant operations. So uh, we liked it. We saw the plans that they were going to do for the building, and uh, we kind of modified it to fit our needs better because we were going to actually put a brewery on site. They were going to do a brew pub, and um, that's how we got into that one. Okay. Two at the same time. Two at the same time, (laughs) yeah. And then uh, while we were building those, um, the Westgate location kind of fell into our lap. They... uh, There was a another brewery there from California, and uh, they had uh, closed the doors. And uh, it was the same landlord that I had at the Scottsdale location, uh, which we have a great relationship with. And um, he said, "We'll take it." And we we literally I met him in the front door. And by the time we got to the back of the building, walk in the building, we had a handshake deal. And, um, you know, not, not a word changed on a handshake deal. And we, we did a deal with him for that location. And we were in uh, open, I believe it was uh, a month later. We opened up uh, for the football season. We, okay. we kicked off uh, on the NFL kickoff. So we, we actually opened that one two weeks uh, before, downtown. before we opened a downtown location. So we weren't planning okay. on that one yeah. coming off first. But... Yeah. It, was, it was a turnkey, ready-to-go brewery, restaurant, bowling alley, and we just jumped on it and got that one built out while we were doing the other ones. Yeah, so literally with 28 days, he opened up a brand-new restaurant, opened up on opening day of Cardinals football. Within the first half an hour, the, how many seats? Like almost 400 seats. Just full. You guys full. Were, yeah. And that was 
definitely an experience. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how do you keep up with? I mean, as you're making those expansions, right? Like, there's there, you still have customers and surprise, and as you're opening up places, right? Like, uh, how do you balance the the production of being able to to keep up and keep cranking out good beers? Good people. We yeah. just uh, we've been uh, lucky with the people that we've brought onto our team. Uh, starting out with with my sons have always been there with me my wife we all work the business um, at that time uh, all of my sons were involved uh, Mario and James went out on their own now but we were all involved and then good people you know interview process uh, interviewed I interviewed John I interviewed another guy at the same time as John I liked them both brought them both onto the team uh, we had another brewer before them that I, I interviewed and you know people stay with us um, for the most part, I mean, the pandemic has definitely changed that. Sure. But prior to that, the, the you know we treat everybody like family. Uh, I, I feel, and uh, I, I think that helps keep people in, in our circle, and it, yeah. it helps. You know, we open a place, build a place. Uh, we have to put it in our in our management's hands or in our staff's hands, and they run it like it's their place. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, people were invested in it at that point, right? Like yeah. it's. Yeah. Um, all right. So you you got surprise open. Uh, the three that you opened, like uh, Scottsdale downtown and uh, Westgate. What was the the time window between all three of those? Like you opened those all within how much? We opened two of them in September, okay. and then we opened Logger House in February. So within uh, six months, you of, of nineteen. Yeah, yeah. We opened downtown and Westgate in September of eighteen, and we opened Lager House in February of nineteen. Okay. And then what about this spot? So this was the next one, and then this was the next one. Okay. Right. Yeah, I love this spot. I mean, first of all, it's the it's the closest one to me. I'm like ten minutes away, yeah. so that helps. <laughs> but just the layout of it, uh, the second story here, the the stage. Uh, so how did how did I, I feel like uh, I don't know years ago. Mario had uh, your son had posted in our one of our Facebook groups, like our community Facebook group. What would you guys like to see in the neighborhood? And people are like brewery, like everybody's <laughs> chant brewery, right? Uh, so how how did you choose the North Terra area to open up this concept, and how did you come up with this specific concept? Well, usually Mario releases something like that when we're already looking at an area. Okay, when okay. We, when we already have kind of just you know touching the surface of an sure. area, he puts out a feeler. And then based on the feedback, we know, okay, this is going to be a good location for us. And, okay. and that's what happened with the Notera area. Or if everyone's like, anything but a brewery, you're like, shit. <laughs> no one says that, though, right? right. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and then, and then we look for, like, what we had in Surprise. It's a model that works for us. But, you know, embed yourself in the community. Yep. And um, develop uh, that, that loyal customer, you know, for a long time rather than... Um, Pick an area that's the trendy spot that you have to have a, a trendy concept that might last six months until that, that shine wears off. We're, sure. we're looking for a spot that people are going to be bringing their kids here for the next 10 years. Yeah. So. Yeah. And why, why the venue? Like, why make it a – I love that aspect of, like, making it a music venue, the rock house. Like, why was that the uh, – Well. You know, I do have background in uh, live entertainment from my, my nightclub business, so I know it, it's uh, something that works. And we try to do something different at all of our locations. So State 48 Brewery, even though it's becoming uh, somewhat of a, a regional uh, chain, uh, it, it's something different. We, you know, we've always been the chain breakers or, or anti-chains. Yeah. So we didn't want to do a cookie cutter and do every place looking the same as the previous place. It becomes boring. Yeah. So every, everyone, we look for a different type of building, um, same location. We look for in, embedded in the community, but uh, we look for a different type of building. That's why we have mezzanines on our place, so people have uh, just feel like they're in a different type of space than just your cookie cutter, shoebox, inline, strip center, end cap. You know, sure. we, we try to give them something different. Uh, yeah. And, you know, with the big patios and the astroturf. And then with the live entertainment, we just figured this is a good spot. We know Cave Creek is uh, a big live entertainment area. Yeah. And um, we figured we'd try to um, do something different. Like we have the bowling alley in one place. We have pizza in another place. So this place, uh, live entertainment, is what makes us different. Yeah, I dig that, too. And, and I mean, I would think that. And so what year did, when did this spot open, This the Rock House open? Oh, uh, 
last uh, around July fourth last year. It was it was during the pandemic. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. So the the reason I asked that is because uh, first of all, that's that's incredible, right? To see you guys opening up spots during during pandemic, Uh, but I think. Like from a, a music standpoint, like from light of entertainment, like if you're you're so close to being off the road from Flagstaff to Phoenix, right? There's some great acts that come through, you know, come through Colorado, come through, play at the Orpheum and Flagstaff, and I would think that you guys would be able to, you know, I don't know, maybe that's just my wish. Do you want me to take over the, you know, the booking? Yeah, if and you <laughs> could, yeah, we're looking for somebody. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking, man, that would be all, all the free beer you can yeah. handle. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Just let me get up there and sing with them. That's all I care about. Uh, but uh, but no, I, I love it. I love that aspect of it. And I've been here for a couple of shows, and it's 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 a good time, man. Like it's a, and, and this is a legit setup right here. I mean, just the, the design of it and. You guys didn't skimp on the sound system either, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my neighbors can attest to that. <laughs> well, you got your son on one side, though, so what the hell is he going to say? Yeah, right? he, won't, he won't rat me out. Yeah. And what's on the what's on the other side? Who do you share a wall with? Oh, Pia Jungle. Pia yeah. Jungle. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they're lunch. They're, they're, they're nice. Huge they're, lunch. Yeah. Yeah, they're, nice. <laughs> they're, not, they're not late night, so we shouldn't be uh, really uh, hurting them. Too much. Okay, all right. So, all right. We so, saw it at 9 o'clock. We saw it at the live music. Uh, and they're already closed by then? No, but they're, they're kind of winding, winding down, down at 9 o'clock. Okay. You guys are getting ready to rock over here. Yeah, <laughs> we're rock house. getting ready to be the rock house. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, was there, wasn't there was there a Mesa location? Did you guys? Gilbert. So Santa Village. Okay. So that's the newest one. That okay. just opened up uh, back in March of this so that, year. Okay. So that one in, in Gilbert yeah. is open. Okay. And then the big the big dog out in Goodyear. Yeah. All right. What's That's where we're going to try to take the live music and do that out there on an even bigger scale as well. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And like, we like to throw okay. festivals and big events, but now we finally have an area where we can actually hold like thousands of people instead of hundreds of people. Yeah. So we actually take that. do something really fun for the whole community and have fun at. What's the, what's the, uh, do you have an estimate? I know how these things go. Is there an estimated time frame? I would say about 18 months from now. Okay. We're okay. probably looking at uh, another six to nine months to break ground and then we just pull ass and get get it going because yeah. there's nothing there right it's all it's all just a blank piece of that's it four acres of dirt yeah. right right on the freeway yeah and um, we just have to get through all of the site plans with the city um, and then as soon as we get that approval we'll get it built out fast yeah we have the crews to do it we just have to get all the approvals yeah not paperwork that's easy right yeah that's <laughs> That's, that's the part that you know, drives me a little crazy because yeah. I know I'm building it. I know it's going to be a big project. But in between, I start looking online for uh, new spaces that we could do in between because uh, yeah, we're kind yeah. of used to doing <laughs> sure. two of them at once. So I just yeah. got to keep telling myself, okay, you're doing four of them over there. Yeah. You don't have to do another one now. Just yeah. uh, chill out. We'll be yeah. busy soon enough. <laughs> that is good, though, right? Because if you get a little bit bored, you're like, oh, let me let me focus on the, the barbecue aspect or whatever. Right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so what about State 48 as, like, the brewery itself? Like, what's what's the vision with the, with the brand and, and with the beer distribution? I would assume more locations, right? If, uh, <laughs> you know, if they're, if they're good locations. We don't want okay. to st- do them anywhere. Sure. If it's a good location, uh, if... If it works, we like again. We try to do things different, somewhat a different concept. So one of our new concepts might be a State Forty Eight brewery where we might make a New York style pizza our main focus. Okay. Um, you know, so it, it all depends. It depends yeah. on the the building where it's going to be located, what, what we can do to make it fun and um, something. It's something for people to say. Oh, I've been to your brothers two or three places i want to go check out that one too because it sounds like something fun yeah so if it if it happens we're not going to force it we are constantly looking and we'll see what comes across our table yeah well i mean if you if 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 you know things line up the the way that that you would like them to you could have just people that just rotate in here within your restaurant family right <laughs> like right. hey i want steak all right they got the steakhouse hey oh, i want pizza we can do you know right. you got all bases covered so yeah the steakhouse yeah. is actually not state 48 it's the phoenix bourbon room oh gotcha gotcha so okay we, we did open phoenix bourbon room a couple of months ago okay that's at cityscape downtown i but i guess i meant with family wise because this is all still family you're family right right yeah yeah right yeah so it's like oh yeah that's my son's restaurant you can have lunch there and then come to my place on sunday and you right know. <laughs> yeah. i dig it uh so uh and, and then beer then what's the what's the goal with the beer as far as like you guys want to 
market outside of the state? Like, yeah, have you have you thought about that aspect of it? I mean, we really only started distribution two years ago. Okay. So yeah. got into all this, a lot of a lot of major chains last year. So it's been fun seeing like uh, I read tag and I was like going to Grand Canyon or going to like somewhere cool and like with the, our cans now. So like cans yeah. is a whole new ball game for us. For sure. So that's really fun. And then uh, just kind of just keep growing. Yeah. So just keep growing and we kind of like to. As you can tell at the restaurant, try to grow as fast as possible. Yeah. So do whatever it takes to keep growing and try to get as many people to enter restaurants, drinking our beer, enjoying life as possible. Yeah. A lot of smiles in here today, so I'll, uh, I'll contest to that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, wanted to expand. We have, we have no um, hesitation about expanding. Uh, but with what's happening with the um, pandemic and uh, – you know, just employment situation. We're going to keep it close at the home for right now until sure. things get back to normal. Yeah. Uh, we will look into Tucson uh, as an area uh, to, to expand the brand. Yeah. Uh, if we had a foothold down Tucson now, uh, we, could, uh, we could get the brand recognition down there and be, make the people from the Tucson area familiar with our product. And we think we could do something good as far as even the restaurant. Uh, but right now, you know, we're having a hard time with uh, filling a lot of gaps sure. with yeah. uh, with employees. So we don't want to have to, uh, you know, be driving down to Tucson to cover a manager shift for right now. Yeah, yeah. So. I was going to say, you can call me for some help, but not for that kind of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll come and taste the beer, right? I'll, I'll taste Johnny's go. beers here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have to, you know, drive across town to cover somebody in a pinch. That's one thing. Sure. But, um because we're always at our locations anyway, but yeah, just start driving now too. So we're gonna wait until that thing gets back to normal. There you go. There you go. And then, we'll, then we'll start looking at that broader expansion, like in Prescott or Tucson. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Okay. I'm pushing. I'm pushing for Flagstaff. I don't know why. Oh, Flagstaff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just love Flagstaff. Flagstaff's pretty awesome. Yeah, I second that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we we did a family uh, uh, beer run up in uh, Flagstaff one year. We oh. went up there and. Me and the boys just uh, went out and hit all the breweries. Nice. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that elevation catches up to you too, right? Because <laughs> you're having a good time, and it's like three, four o'clock. You're like, "Holy shit, man! IPAs in uh, eight thousand feet elevation will uh, right. make your head a little lighter, quicker than normal." <laughs> uh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> you probably pace yourself well. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah, he's a professional. So, well, guys, thanks for thanks for joining. Um, I'm I'm glad that we we, we got this, this. Finally, got you guys on. I know we've been talking about this yeah. for a while, so. Uh, saw you here a couple times. Guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having us. Absolutely. Thanks. All right. I need to try one that uh, that Czech Pilsner. Okay. Yeah. I think you do too, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank Cheers. You,